This is the Moshpit Backstage Podcast for punk, metal and rock interviews and segments. Hi, this is Mark Tornello from Accept, and you're listening to the Mosh Pit on Scene. Mark Tornello is the vocalist of German metal band Accept, who are releasing their album The Rise of Chaos on August 4th. They'll be touring Australia in September, playing in Melbourne at 170 Russell on the 17th. Mark, thank you so much for joining me. Ah, it's my pleasure. Now, let's sort of start off a little bit before the, the new album. Since Blind Rage, you have two new members. Um, did they contribute to the new album? Oh, yeah. Everybody contributes. Uh, um, you know, obviously not as much as Wolf and Peter. They're, they are, you know, the, the, the head chefs, so to speak. Uh, they've always been the songwriters in, in Accept, and uh, it'll pretty much remain that way, I think. But everybody has their say. Um but the you know the best part about Christopher and Uva is is that we're just you know a bunch of happy guys on the road now. It's uh it's quite wonderful on stage and uh, wonderful backstage. So we're all getting along very well and really enjoying our time together. Now, in terms of the songwriting between Wolf and Peter, do they like have separate ideas and come together, or do they collaborate and work on songs together? They usually work on things together, and then and uh, then they get me involved, and or sometimes it'll start with a lyric or a title, and you know it's very you know all, all the songs come about differently, you know, so it's hard to say, but they they always work together, they always collaborate. In terms of this album, how do you think it compares to the previous one, Blind Rage? Uh, I think it's a bit heavier. If you ask me, I think it's. I think it's. A, the music is a bit heavier. I think it's a bit darker, um, and I'm very happy with the way it turned out. I mean, I loved Blind Rage as well, but uh, I'm very, very pleased with the way this album turned out, the way it sounds, and uh, and the response we're getting to, to what's been released so far. I mean, people seem to be enjoying it, so uh, I certainly am. No, I've had the opportunity to listen to it. Yeah, it sounds great. The theme of the album seems to be kind of a really broad dissatisfaction with many aspects of the current moment we find ourselves in. How do you go about writing the lyrics for that? Well, the the rise of chaos itself, that song in particular was, you know, that that song was kicking around and we really didn't have something that worked for it. And and when Wolf uh, Wolf came up with the idea of the title for the album, we kind of sat back and said, "Hey, you know, there, there's there's the song, there's the title for the song. That's what we've been looking for, and it fit right in there. And then after that, it was a no-brainer. I mean, just look around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're 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 in, we're in a lot of trouble here. So um, it, it's very." It's not hard to write songs about things that you're watching on the news every day and things that are happening in our world. I mean, we're a product of our environment. Um, and just try to try to make points and get people to think is, is basically what I do, you know? 
the, the thing that was kind of a little bit disturbing for me is the fact that you've got a very kind of international band, uh, Peter Wolf, I know, you know, from, from Germany. I think they're currently living in America. You from the United States. And it's sort of, it's not like, oh, there's, there's um, issues in America or there's issues in Europe. There's kind of issues internationally. It's, it's very, it's kind of a little bit, a little bit frightening in a certain way. Yeah, well, we are, you know, basically a global band. You know, uh, Uwe still lives in Germany. Peter and Wolf obviously are German. I mean, we're on a German label. Uh, our management is in Germany. Um, most of us do live in the United States, but I think we, you know, we think globally. We we travel the globe constantly, so you you really have to be aware of what's going on everywhere in the world, not just in your backyard. Um, so yeah, I think we're all quite conscious of of uh, you know things that are going on everywhere. We try to be anyway. Let's say Peter and Wolf, they write a song. They've got it kind of mostly down. They come to you, and it's time for you to put your vocal melodies over the top. How do you, how do you work on that? Uh, wow, well, differently a lot of times. You know, I mean, it's if there, if I have a definite idea of where I'm going with the song then I will, you know, literally just toss it around in my head. I mean, I'll drive down the street and play, play things and, and listen to them in the car until, I, until I'm happy with uh, an idea, and then I hone it from there, and I'll sit down and just, I'll just jot down ideas and lines, and, and uh, eventually I'll have enough information, I, I think, and then I'll sit down and try and, and put it to paper, you know? sort out what I've got, see what fits, what doesn't fit, what works, what doesn't work. And, uh, you know, it's it's definitely not a one, two, three thing. It's something that's mulled over quite a bit. Um, but, you know, I, uh, I've been doing it that way for years. So it's really kind of second nature. I, you know, and I, the creative process for me is, is probably the best part. You know, I mean, I love playing live, but there's nothing like, you know, writing songs and hearing them back well produced and when it's done you just get a, a level of satisfaction that you I don't think you can get from anything else, you know. You played Australia first Australian show with Accept in twenty fourteen. You'll be returning in September, uh playing one show only in Melbourne. Why one show and, and why did you pick Melbourne for this uh particular uh round? Well, um, I didn't. <laughs> I don't book the shows. Yeah. So uh, from what I understand is this is going to be more of a, an album release party. And uh, from what I'm hearing is that we're going to be returning during the, the full-blown tour and doing some more shows in Australia. So I'm not sure exactly when, but that's that's the rumor that, that's going around in our camp. So oh, this sure. is a one-off and then we'll be back. I'm sure there'll be some fans very glad to hear that. In terms of playing a show, Except is one of those bands which, you know, is kind of has dual loyalties in a certain way. You're still producing amazing music, but you've got this catalogue of real hits that have sort of really stay in the hearts and minds of a lot of people. How do you go about dividing a set list between those two kind of ideas? Yeah, it's tough. It's very tough. Um, but we all enjoy playing the old classics, you know, as well. So it's, it's, it's you know, it's a labor of love. Um, 
but at this point in time, I think we pretty much divvy it up about half and half. I mean, depending on the length of the set list, but it, it seems to work out that way. I mean, if, if whether we're playing uh, a festival with ten songs or we're playing a two-hour set, uh, it seems to be about half and half usually. Half of the old stuff, half of the new stuff. But there's so much to choose from now; it's just crazy trying to figure out you know what to play what we haven't done what goes over the best there's certain songs you have to play or else people are going to go why didn't you play balls at all oh my god you know so you you really have to do the classics the, the hits um and now now we have even more new material so it's so you know the material that i've recorded with them is becoming difficult to choose from it's uh it's it's a it's a tough spot, but you know, well, it, it's not a terrible spot. You mm. know, I mean, it could be worse. We could have no music, so <laughs> right. having too much to choose from is not so bad. You know, you'll be playing the night to remember at Varken Open Air. I think in a little over a week. How do you feel about that? Because I mean, you you've played so many times live, but this is kind of like the in terms of metal, this is kind of like the thing. Like, is this like something that could make you nervous about playing a show? I don't, I don't think I'm nervous. I'm a little anxious. I, I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. I This is something I've wanted to do for years. And I know Wolf has always wanted to do this, especially to be able to, you know, do his uh, some of his classical solo stuff. And just the logistics were never, you know, possible, really. And this makes it possible. So... I mean, I I played in orchestra as a child. Christopher did as well. I mean, we grew up playing in orchestra, and we're we're all really looking forward to doing this. I mean, it's a dream come true, especially and to to do it at Vakken on top of it is like you know how how does it get any better than that? A little bit of time we've got left. Let's dive a little bit back. How did you come jo- to join the band? Boy, it was just a freak thing, man. Really, I mean, they were. Peter and Wolf were in a studio in New Jersey, not far from where I live, and they were doing some work. And they were they had they were talking about possibly putting the band back together with Udo at that time, and he pretty much turned them down. And they were remarking about it. Actually, Peter was recording his son's album. He was producing his a record for his son, and Wolf happened to be up here visiting. And they were just talking about you know the fact that they would like to put the band back together and this and that. And the guy who owned the studio knew me and said, why don't you give Mark a call? And they were like, Mark, Mark who? And then they mentioned P.P. Quick, and we had opened for Exet back in the 80s in uh, in the U.S. here, on one show in particular. And I guess something rang a bell. He, Peter gave me a call, asked me if I wanted to come out and, and jam with them, and that was it. I went down there, we jammed. Two weeks later, they called me up, asked me if I wanted to do a record and a tour. Oh, wow. I really didn't think anything was going to come of it. Were you like a fan? Um, how did you, you feel about Accept before joining? Oh, I was a fan in, in back in the 80s. I mean, in, in the early days. We used to cover, T.T. <laughs> Quick covered Accept songs before we had a record deal. I, mean, we, I actually turned a lot of people on to Accept. We, were, we would cover uh, Son of a Bitch and uh, Flash Rockin' Man. I'm trying to think of what else. Holy crap. And then people would say, what is that? Oh, and like, that's, that's original stuff that we wrote. No, <laughs> no it's a German <laughs> band called Accept. 
but all, I was, I yes, I, I was, I was a fan by all means, still am. So, yeah, yeah. given how iconic Accept is, like it's one of the sort of the big heavy metal bands. I think people recognise as really important in the scene. Were you at all nervous about taking over um, the, the vocal duties? Oh hell yeah! yeah. I, I was extremely nervous, um, especially due to the internet because you know the internet is you know what everyone's thinking right away. It's not like the the eighties or, or you know the old days where you never got to hear what the audience thought. You know, you just read the magazines and. And so did they, and that, that was it. Now with the internet, it was quite obvious that people were not happy with this decision. So I was like, uh, okay, here we go, it's on. And that's why we decided right off the bat that we would go in and record, you know, try and make the best possible album we could make, which was, you know, Blood of the Nations. And um, instead of just going out and, and resting on the laurels and playing their old material and, you know, we, we, we had to be a viable new band. And we, we tried our damnedest to be, and I, and I think it's working, you know. I'm, 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 Blood of the Nations, I think, surprised a lot of people, and I felt a whole lot better after that came out, for certain. But, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it, it was trying. Let's put it that way. Well, uh, what, seven years later, I think uh, it's all come out pretty well. Yeah, well, it's, um, we're still going strong, um, and we're and we're all very grateful for it. So you know, I mean, it's a lot of work, but it's a but it's a labor of love. So, um, just looking forward to getting back out there now and getting back on tour and doing what we do. Accept's new album, Rise of Chaos, released on August 4th, and they'll be touring Australia in September, playing in Melbourne at 170 Russell on the 17th. Mark, thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, it was my pleasure, Ben. Thanks for listening to the Moshpit Backstage Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and Omni. To find out more about the show, go to www.syn.org.au slash moshpit. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash moshpitonsin and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at moshpitsin. The regular Moshpit radio show broadcasts punk, rock and male tunes and interviews every Thursday nights on Sin 9.7 on FM and digital radios. Listeners outside of Melbourne, Australia can stream Sin 9.7 online at www.syn.org.au. Thanks to Vintage Ruin for the music. Hi, this is Tomato from Flashdown Apocalypse. Hi, I'm Enid from Girls Go. I am Phoebe Pinnock from Heaven the Axe. Hey, this is Gary Oldman of the Misfits. Hey, this is Kat Sproul from Horizon's Edge, and you're listening to The Moshpit on Sin FM. Hi, this is Aina from Leopard. Hi, I'm Virginia Lilly from the band Lilly. This is Raoul from 1349. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ali from Eberhead. Hey everybody, this is Charlie Benante with Anthrax, and you are listening to the Mosh Pit on Tips.